It is Friday on the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. Go check out BricktownBuckets.com. On today's show, Locked On Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder, we are going to have our third installment of our mock draft series with all of our local experts. Our fellow lottery team hosts will be making their selections. You're going to be happy with what the Thunder end up with, I hope, but let me know how you think I did in this draft on Twitter. This draft is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. The NBA draft lottery is literally right around the corner on Tuesday. We'll have a chat with Richard Stamen on Monday. A full lottery breakdown on Tuesday for the preview and then a recap on Wednesday. And it'll be time to actually have some tangible draft conversations once we know where this team can finish on Thursday and Friday, as well as our draft previews that are not going anywhere for the prospect previews. We've done so many of them already. We're going to continue to do those all throughout this draft process. So without further ado, here's yet another weekly mock draft from me and my fellow Locked NBA hosts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ben Beacon with Locked On Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves have defied the odds and cashed in on just a 27.6% chance at keeping their selection, which means it lands in the top three in this year's draft. There's, of course, a 72.4% chance that the pick conveys to the Golden State Warriors, meaning it lands outside the top three as the final piece of the D'Angelo Russell and Andrew Wiggins trade from February of last year. In this case, though, it's not only top three, but it's the 9% chance that came through of the pick being number one overall. There's no suspense here. The Timberwolves would select Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. He is bar none. Uh, the best prospect in this draft. He's in a tier by himself. Put him in the same category as Carl Anthony Towns a few years ago or more recently Zion Williamson. Um, there's no other prospect that can touch Cade Cunningham in this year's draft. And yes, there's only one ball to go around. Yes, he's ball dominant. So is Anthony Edwards. So is Carl Anthony Towns. So is D'Angelo Russell. Don't overthink this. Uh, the Wolves would figure this out later. Slot him in at the three next to Anthony Edwards. You still start Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, Jaden McDaniels. And Malik Beasley becomes a trade chip. He's only making about $15 million. He was fantastic last year before he was suspended and had the injury. They likely trade Malik Beasley. And now all of a sudden you've got a starting five where all five guys are under 26. You've got two recent all-stars in D'Lo and Cat. You've got two recent number one overall picks and quite possibly uh, rookie of the years in Anthony Edwards and Cade Cunningham. Don't overthink this. Add another fantastic player with an extremely high ceiling. And you've got one of the best starting fives, best young starting fives, I should say. In the league, the only other player that I would consider here would be Evan Mobley. I think if the Wolves land at two, there's a real conversation to be had for adding Mobley out of USC to the roster. But at number one, it's got to be Cade Cunningham. Excited to see what happens next. Uh, if if that were to happen with Cunningham next to Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Jade McDaniels, and D'Angelo Russell. Ben Beacon with Lockdown Wolves. Let's head over to pick number two. I am Rylan Styles, host of the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. And we have another mock draft for you. The Thunder are on the clock at pick number two. And this lottery outcome for Oklahoma City is pretty nice, getting selections two and five. But right now, we're talking about pick two. And this pick might surprise you. Right now, you're probably thinking, why am I still yammering? We're going to pick Evan Mobley. You'd be wrong. 
Unlike most on my big board, number two is Jalen Green, and that's where we're going with this selection. Jalen Green from G League Ignite. This is a guy that fits perfectly next to SGA, the perfect running mate to balance out SGA. SGA plays kind of slow and methodical, but in an efficient way. Jalen Green plays 100 miles per hour at an, at an efficient clip as well. And Jalen Green will lead this league in scoring multiple times throughout his NBA career, and that scoring output is needed in Oklahoma City. So whenever you can add a guy like Jalen Green, who has all the tools and the mental makeup to a guy like SGA, Poku, Lou Dort, Taylor Maldon, and Mark Dignott, this is the perfect plan, especially when you get to follow it up at pick number five later on in this draft. So right now, things are perfect. Tune into Locked On Thunder for a full breakdown and a full player profile of Jalen Green already up right now at Locked On Thunder. I'm Walker Mail of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and with the third overall pick in the Locked On NBA mock draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Evan Mobley, big man out of USC. It's realistically the best case scenario for the Charlotte Hornets come NBA lottery or NBA draft night. They have an 8.5% shot of getting a top four pick in reality and only just over a 1% shot of getting the number one overall pick. And even if they get in the top four, then the Hornets would have to have Evan Mobley maybe even fall to them to three or four as he is widely considered the second best prospect in this draft class. He'd go number one overall in any draft that did not have Kate Cunningham in it. Evan Mobley is extremely mobile, such a fluid athlete for being seven feet, seven four wingspan. It would provide the rim protector that James Borrego has desperately wanted, but also Evan Mobley has the shot mechanics to be a successful threat from outside. He can put the ball on the deck offensively too, but even defensively, not only is he a rim protector, but he can slide his feet and he's athletic enough to move with even the best guards on the perimeter and stay in front of them. Excellent decision maker defensively, good anticipatory defense, can slide and even recover cover when he doesn't anticipate a play well enough he would fix so many problems for the charlotte hornets team and we'd be thrilled to have him here in the queen city tell us what you think i'm on twitter at walker mail nada my co-host is on twitter at nada the scribe and our show handle is on twitter at lockdown hornets can't wait to catch you next time on a lockdown hornets episode what's the deal everybody kuka hill here with the lockdown pistons podcast and with the fourth pick of the lockdown network's nba mock draft the Detroit Pistons select Jalen Suggs, the 20-year-old 6'4 guard from Gonzaga. With the actual NBA lottery just five days away, if the Pistons ended up at the fourth slot, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Obviously, they probably would like to stay in the top three, but if they ended up with number four, I think they would be decently happy with Jalen Suggs there. I think the argument would be either Kaminga or Suggs there, and I know that Troy Reaver said he likes Book Knight as well, so maybe they would trade back for Book Knight, or maybe even take him right here, who knows with Troy Reaver, but I think fourth overall, obviously, is not the worst case scenario, not the best either, but I think they would be decently happy with Suggs. If you consider the Pistons' last three first-round picks all part of the legit core of Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bey, Isaiah Stewart, and then also you add in Jeremy Grant, shooting guard is a position that, if you believe in that, that is the position of need that they should be if you want to believe in drafting for a need, it would be the shooting guard position, which is why I believe a lot of Pistons fans want Jalen Green. But also, Suggs would slide in right there next to Killian Hayes as well, so I don't think it would be a bad fit either. So, fourth overall pick, Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. Not the worst thing to happen to the Pistons. It could be a lot worse, and I think we would be okay with that. The Oklahoma City Thunder are back on the clock at pick number five. That's right. They take away Houston's pick. They kick Jackson Gatlin out of this mock draft. We're back on the clock. I'm Rylan Styles here again with the Locked on Thunder podcast. And at pick number two, we surprised the NBA draft world and took Jalen Green ahead of Evan Mobley and ahead of Jalen Suggs. At pick number five, you guessed it. We're going to take his running mate, his teammate at the G League Ignite. We're going to take Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga is one of the most raw prospects in this draft, but he has elite defensive potential. I think that his shot is not scary at all. It's not a red flag at all. I think the, the mechanics are there. 
and the process is there. He's comfortable shooting. He's confident shooting. He just has to get the results to fall. And eventually, with a larger sample size, they will. And so if you can add even an average to above average shooter and Jonathan Kaminga and add that to his game with his elite defense and his elite ability to get to the rim, given his frame, given his size, you've got a heck of a ball player right there. Now, it's going to take some time, but the Thunder are no strangers to projects and no strangers to drafting raw talent and drafting unorthodoxly. I mean, there was a lot of questions around drafting Russell Westbrook back in the day. How did that work out? So hopefully Jalen Green will have that same fate and Jonathan Kaminga will as well. So picks two and five are in the books and the Thunder get the G League Night teammates to walk away and add to this young core with SGA, tail mouth on Lou Dort and a treasure trove of draft picks in the future still to come. So the Thunder are locked and loaded and they're going to be back to being a competitive team sooner rather than later. Tune into Locked on Thunder for a full breakdown. Jonathan Kaminga, a full NBA draft profile is already up right now on Locked on Thunder. This is Philip Rossmanreich, the host of Locked On Magic, here with my pick in the third go-round here in the Locked On NBA mock draft. Look, the Orlando Magic landing with the sixth pick would be considered a complete disaster for this team. The Orlando Magic trading Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier at the trade deadline in hopes of landing in the top five and gaining one of the prized prospects in this draft. This is largely considered a five-man draft with five players with clear star potential. The Magic want one of those guys. Obviously, though, it's a lottery. You can't control where you land, and that's the risk that you take. All you can control is the player that you take uh, with the spot that you're handed. And the Magic have a great opportunity still to get a talented player and take the best player available on the board. For me, that is Florida State's Scotty Barnes. Florida State has a great reputation of putting great players in the NBA, players who understand their roles, who defend well, and who can who kind of gain their reputation through the league, whether it's Terrence Mann, whether it's... Patrick Williams last year, the fourth overall pick, whether it's Jonathan Isaac on the Orlando Magic, these are guys that play the right way and play fundamentally sound. The reason why I go with Scotty Barnes, though, is he provides a unique skill. He may not be a superstar caliber player, but this is a guy who's a six foot eight point guard, which is something that is very, very rare and hard to find. Uh, he can play on the ball, he can make plays, and he can hit a little bit from the outside, although I still think he needs to improve there. With this pick, I think you take the best guy on the board, regardless of positional need, and to me, that is Scotty Barnes. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to go to your local chain auto parts store and have all the parts that you need in stock of all the different brands and makes and models. So why endure that pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning that buy your local auto parts store and wait around for that person behind the counter to type on their computer and choose the only brand their warehouse happens to carry whenever you have computers with access to rockout.com at home and even in your pocket. You can go to rockout.com and save time and money. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain auto parts store or a car dealership? When you could go to rockauto.com, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, rockauto.com is reliably low for every single customer. So go explore the easy ways to use their website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Hey everyone, Evan Damerall here, co-host of Locked On Cavs with the seventh overall pick in the 2021 Locked On NBA Mock Draft. 
with the seventh pick and after a bit of a communication breakdown between my co-host Chris Manning and myself, we decided to go once again with Duke's Jalen Johnson. The playmaking injury to Johnson is just too much for the Cavs to really pass up because it's one of the biggest needs other than wing depth that Johnson covers for the Cavs heading into this offseason. This is an interesting time for the Cavs and why not swing for the fences and take the player outside of the top five with the highest upside. Hear about this and more on Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to make the eighth overall pick in this week's Locked On NBA Mock Lottery Draft. And with this pick, the hypothetical Raptors are selecting Texas big man Kai Jones, who is very much a project. He has a lot of interesting tools. He's a guy who has shown some semblance of playmaking on as a big man on the offensive end of the floor. Very bouncy, great role threat, but there's a lot to work on there. He only picked up the game about five years ago at age 15. There's still a lot to be mined there in terms of potential. And this is what the Raptors should be doing with this pick. If they are going to be seventh or eighth in the lottery after lottery night and the results are, are in, they got to be going upside here. They don't fancy themselves a team that's going to be back in the lottery anytime soon. They figure they're going to get back to normal next year, have a real season playing in front of their home fans and all of that stuff. And so this is their opportunity to grab some high-level talent. And it might not work out. Maybe Kai Jones doesn't figure things out. Maybe he remains raw for the rest of time. But he's worth the gamble that he becomes a high-leverage playmaking big. I mean, that is kind of the dream at this point. The Raptors already have Pascal Siakam. We've seen how effective a playmaking big man can be. You add Kai Jones to her front court with Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi going forward, and that's pretty exciting. So the Raptors take Kai Jones here, eighth overall in the lock on NBA mock lottery draft. This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked on Magic, back again with another pick. If the Magic aren't going to be in the top five, at least they get two top 10 picks. We'll pick ninth here. With the Magic picking sixth and ninth, I'm sure they will do everything they can to move into the top five. Like I, like I said earlier, uh, when I analyzed the sixth pick, the Magic need to get one of these top five picks and get one of these star players. But I still think Orlando can get good players. And I think if they come away with this draft, you know, it won't be an A-plus draft. It won't be the draft that they imagined, but it'll still be a good draft. With the ninth pick, I go with someone that's a little more skill-based. And especially if the Magic don't get that big player, this is a guy that can give you a little bit of a swing with a little bit of a cushion too. I take Moses Moody from Arkansas. I'm a big fan of Moses Moody. I think that um, I agree with everyone who says that he can be a 3 and D type player, a guy who can hit from the outside, can score a little bit off the dribble and defend. He's got a plus wingspan. And I think at Arkansas, he was simply, you know, he simply cast as the guy that was on the ball a lot. I think that his percentages will go up the more he is off the ball. But the fact that he can play on the ball is really attractive to me, especially with the way this draft shook out. With the Magic not able to get one of those key players at the top of the draft, they get a guy who can create a little bit for himself and create a little bit off the dribble, which is something the Magic desperately, desperately, desperately need. So with the ninth pick, the Orlando Magic take Moses Moody. This is Matt George, host of the Locked On Kings podcast, here to make my selection for the third Locked On NBA mock draft. And once again, the Kings are selecting at number 10, moving down a spot. Can the Kings just stay at nine? Let's not even worry about moving into the top four. How about just just stay at nine for one of these mock drafts, please? Make it happen on the next one. Uh, for this pick, we wanted to get Moses Moody again like we did in the last draft, but the uh, our nemesis is now the Orlando Magic, who are picking in ninth, took him away from us. But we decided to take Franz Wagner out of Michigan. And this pick has some question marks to it. There's upside. There's also a potentially low floor. There's concerns uh, with his shot, concerns on the offensive end. 
But one of his primary strengths is defense and his defensive versatility, as well as his offensive versatility, mainly a three, can play two in very or tall lineups, but the Kings like to play small, so he has the opportunity to, to guard down uh, at the four spot as well. Franz Wagner uh, does have the potential to grow into a solid shooter. I've seen some comparisons online to him being a Nemanja Bialica type player, who of course a former Sacramento King, and when he had his fit here in Sacramento, Bielitsa. Uh, he was an important piece for this Kings team, seemed to fit in very well. So if Wagner could turn into a better defensive version of Bielitsa, maybe not as good of a shooter, but a better all-around game, that's certainly a win for Sacramento. So with the 10th pick, the Kings are taking Franz Wagner out of Michigan. Hey everyone, Jake Madison here, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBAs on Wednesday, here to make the selection for the New Orleans Pelicans in our mock draft. And with the 11th selection, the Pelicans take court Kispert out of Gonzaga, wing player. Pelicans want to, I should say need to, put more shooting on the court next to Zion Williamson next season. And Kispert is the best shooter in the draft at 44% from three last season. He can shoot from spot-up situations or on the move, and he's athletic enough to attack the basket when teams close out on him. He's going to step right into the Pelicans and have a strong understanding of what his role will look like. At Gonzaga, he was never really the first option, and he still managed to score and play his role offensively pretty efficiently. I'm not thrilled, though, about drafting a 22-year-old in the lottery, and his ceiling may not be the highest because he doesn't really create for others, but he's just such a natural fit next to Zion and Brandon Ingram offensively. He's a tough, smart defender, and he's going to help the Pelicans win right away, and right now, that's maybe the most important thing. So, with 11, the Pelicans select Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga. This is Jeff Garcia with Locked On Spurs, here to give you the reason why Locked On Spurs pick Alprin Sagoon the Locked On NBA mock draft. Uh, yeah, it kind of goes with a, it was a no-brainer for me. In the Spurs desperately need help in the big man department. And that's not a knock on Yaka Pertle. He's doing, you know, bang-up job, you know, one of the better defensive uh, centers. But his limitations on the offensive end really hurt San Antonio, as well as his mobility, lack of athleticism. That's where Sagoon came in. I, I think he, it, just, it just makes sense for the Spurs to shore up their uh, big man depth uh, you know, after Perto, it's really Drew Eubanks and an untested, unproven uh, Lucas Amanich. So yeah, the Spurs desperately need help there. Look, he's he's six foot nine. He had a breakout season with the Turkish league last year. He's international, and all the Spurs do love their international prospects. And he's wowing a lot of scouts right now as the NBA draft is inches closer. He's a he, he's quick. He's swift. He's fast. He can finish at the rim. He plays defense. He tears down the he, he, the rim. Must have done something wrong to him because uh, he every time at least in international play he wants to rip the rim off the backboard. I think he's exactly what the Spurs need right now. I think just really just his shot is really just the biggest question mark. But I think that will develop in the NBA stage. That is why the lockdown Spurs selected Alperin Sagoon out of Turkey. With the 13th pick in the draft, the Pacers, on behalf of Lockdown Pacers, select Tennessee guard wing Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson, not quite the shooter that NBA teams want on the wing, but he is good at a lot of other stuff. He's really fast. He gets some crazy acceleration and burst. He can handle the ball pretty well, gets to the rim extremely well, as evidenced by his free throw rate. He's a great statistical profile for a prospect, especially one on the wing. Over 40% free throw rate in his loan season at Tennessee. Good steal percentage, good block percentage. So he projects well as a team defender, is a good on-ball defender, nice nose for the ball kind of guy. And again, really quick, has that burst. The shooting isn't quite there, but um, really 
decent finisher as well, so he's got a lot of good skills that are going to translate well to the NBA. And at his size, he can probably end up playing at the two or the three or even the one if his ball handling really translates in the NBA. So good positional versatility, some nice skills. Pacers very happy to get Keon Johnson with the 13th pick in the third Locked on NBA, Locked on Mock Draft. The show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of your next order. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. My favorite flavor is the peanut butter brownie option. But if you do not have your favorite flavor yet, no worries at all. Just go ahead and order the mixed box. The mixed box will give you two of every flavor that allows you to try every single flavor and then reorder the ones you love the most. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams sugar, and only four grams net carb. Order today at builtbar.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off of your first order. Promo code LOCKED15. 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wes Goldberg here with Locked On Warriors making the selection at number 14. And in previous mock drafts, I've taken Davion Mitchell and Franz Wagner. And I've heard the complaints of the vocal Twitter minority. You don't want those players. And despite Davion Mitchell still being on the board and the best prospect available right now here at number 14, I will change my pick just for the sake of change. And I will take Josh Giddy, the international high-rising prospect du jour, the prospect of the week right now, a 6'8 forward, point forward, who is maybe the best passer in this draft. Next level feel for the game. Things that you like, for sure. Can he shoot? Not really. Can he defend? No. But who needs shooting and defense in today's NBA, according to Twitter? All you need is great passing and some height and just some general pizzazz around your game. And look... Maybe there's a part of the Warriors contingent that regrets not taking LaMelo Ball at number two in last year's draft. And Josh Giddy, for all of the things about him, uh, has a little bit of LaMelo Ball to his game. Again, not proven the way that LaMelo Ball was overseas, but he's young, he's raw, he's a great passer, can make plays out of the pick and roll, great vision, great height to go along with that vision. And if the Warriors want to add a level of playmaking, they could do that with Josh Giddy. He's raw, yes. But if you're looking for some high upside there, that's, that could be a place the Warriors go here at number 14 if Josh Giddy is available. So there you have it. Yet another mock draft is in the books. The next time we do a mock draft on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, we're actually going to know the lottery order. That's, all, that's scary and exciting all at the same time because everyone's life can change in a few days. Not to be... Hyperbolic, I think it's legitimate that if the Thunder, of course, get picks one and five uh, or get a pick in the top five versus not getting a pick in the top five or even two picks in the top five, you know, everything changes about the trajectory of the franchise and sort of how quickly things will get back to uh, relevancy and winning basketball again. And it'll be exciting and fun. Uh, and we'll cover it all on the Lockdown Thunder podcast every single day. Uh, but coming up this week again, Monday, we're going to talk with Richard Salmon. We're going to have a combine preview and kind of a deeper dive into what you might be paying attention to this week is the NBA combine and watching it on TV on ESPN and trying to get all the information from Twitter. What, what stands out at the combine, what really matters at the combine and what you should be paying attention to. We're also going to preview the lottery, how it works, what the combinations are for the Thunder, uh, what would be considered a good night for the Thunder, what's a successful night, a bad night, everything that you need to know heading into Tuesday. So that way in real time, you can react 
uh, and know what you're reacting to. And then Wednesday, of course, is the recap show where we talk about what happened, how it affects the Thunder and where the Thunder can go from there, either trading up or trading back or doing whatever it is they need to do after Tuesday. I have a draft article up on BricktownBuckets.com right now with some kind of tidbits that I'm hearing. Also going to have my big board come out in written form over the weekend. It's already on audio form, so if you want to sneak peek at that, go back and listen to it on this podcast feed. You can look forward to that as well this weekend. Again, the draft previews are not going anywhere. We still have those every day, talking about prospects, previewing who the Thunder could draft, what it would mean for the Thunder to draft those players. The NBA world has been just chaos this week, and chaos comes to Oklahoma City on Tuesday. Because either way, there's going to be either happy chaos or sad chaos on June 22nd, hopefully. It's very, very happy chaos. Remember, we're going to have our live stream on YouTube, Locked on NBA YouTube page, on Twitter, Locked on Podcast Network Twitter feed, uh, Twitch, just everywhere you can imagine, our, our Locked on NBA uh, lottery live stream with me, Jackson Gatlin of Locked on Rockets, so we can go head-to-head over there, and all of our lottery hosts will be hopping in that stream, cutting it up, talking about the lottery. I'm going to hop on Spotify Green Room sometime this afternoon for Locked on Thunder. I'll tweet that out. Whenever I do on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Let me know what you think about the mock draft today, what you think will happen June 22nd, and what prospects are you most looking forward to having uh, the NBA draft profile episode in the near, near future right here on Locked on Thunder. A lot of exciting stuff. Cannot wait to get into it. Until then, be good and be good to one another.